0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. I'm your host here, Kim. Hello, hello, and if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome. And for others who have listened to the other episodes, welcome back, baby! Okay, obviously, we're all locked up in our houses, quarantine, coronavirus 2020, COVID 19. I mean, seriously. All I have to say is what does a bitch have to do to get some toilet paper? I mean, I'm trying to go to the damn grocery store. I'm trying to go to Target, CVS, Walgreens, even looking shit up on Amazon. Listen, I know that we're all doing that. We all just want some fucking toilet paper. I mean, I could do without the hand sanitizer, honestly. I got some fucking soap here. I'll be fine. But your girl needs toilet paper, okay? That is a need and essential for me always. I just want some toilet paper. I do hope everyone is doing well and you guys are keeping safe. And yes, wash your fucking hands for more than 20 seconds like we should have known way back in the day when we were growing up. Just saying. But guess what? This is the opportunity of a lifetime here, people, for you to get on the Bravo bus and to have your friends and your family get on the Bravo bus as well. This is the perfect time to binge watch the shit out of Bravo shows. And I'm going to go uh, go through some of them in a minute here. But also I would like to say this is a perfect time to catch up on my shit. Listen to my episodes here. People tell your friends about it. Now, moving on, I saw on Bravo TV, this is, this is literally the title of the article, and I thought it was the most amazing thing. Title is, The 11 Best Bravo TV Shows to Stream During Your Coronavirus Self-Quarantine. First of all, Bravo Network, you just do it right for me, okay? You do it right all the time. Seriously, thank you. I am going to go down the list as the best shows to stream on the Bravo Network. Number one, Shaws of Sunset. They have about, mm, let's say, I think they're on on season eight. So you have many, many seasons to catch up on. You will basically go from how everyone is friends at the very beginning and they look out for each other and you have Reza and MJ who are the BFFs forever, forever, forever. No one could come in between them. But then you come to season eight and holy shit, they fucking hate each other. MJ just had a baby. Reza, his husband's like doing naked Django with other dudes when Reza's in Vegas or some shit. Oh my God, that is the most ridiculous thing. I find it... Crazy that Reza is kind of bitching out on MJ whenever she's in the fucking ICU with her baby that she just delivered. And he's asking her, Oh, did you hear rumors about Adam doing naked Jenga? Did you do that? Did you say those things? Like, Reza, holy shit, she almost fucking died. Seriously? Can you have some self awareness for one gosh darn second? It's a great show. Check it out. It's every Friday. I can't fucking wait. All right, number two. Ooh, and I just watched this episode uh, a little bit ago. Summer House. Summer House has been on for maybe four seasons, something like that. You know, it's just a bunch of entitled guys and girls that live in New York City, do their shit, they work their day-to-day, and then they go to the Hamptons and they fucking tear shit up for the weekend. But I love it. I think it's great. So this past episode was crazy because you got Kyle Cook, who is like one of the main characters and so is Carl, Carl is a yinzer, but he's also being a little bitch right now. I cannot take it. I'll get there in a second. Kyle is the guy that parties and does all this shit. He's kind of, they all kind of act a little too young for their age. They kind of should be past all this shit. They're like in their mid thirties. They're kind of like Kristen Doty. But Kristen, I fucking love you. You're fucking great. Keep it up, Honey, okay, Kyle gets engaged to his girlfriend, Amanda. And this past episode, he goes out and he's trying to promote his business that he's trying to do with his drink lover boy. I actually looked for that at Whole Foods. Apparently he hasn't come to Chicago. Now going to Carl. Carl claims that he wants to be in this like committed relationship, but he always has these opportunities and he always ends up sabotaging himself for some odd reason. Like he needs to just go to therapy, get some shit out of his system so he can like work through it because he's just going to keep on doing this shit and it just doesn't look good. And I feel sorry for all the girls that get involved with him because the guy is so insecure with himself. He really just needs to work on himself. But Carl, you'll pull through. You know why? Because you're a fucking yinzer. Yinzer stick together. You're kind of annoying me right now. But I believe in you, honey. All right, number three, below deck Mediterranean. I have to say, I know that some of my friends really enjoy it. My mom loves it. I just don't know if I can get in with the fact that all these people are on this boat and shit. And yes, it might be a big ass boat, yacht, whatever you want to call it, but it's kind of too close of quarters for myself. And especially if you're working with all those people and what if you don't like one of them? Then you have to see them every single day and you're like in the same quarters as them and you have like bunk beds and shit. I'm just not down with that. And plus their drama is annoying. It's more annoying than all the other drama that I love to watch via Vanderpump Rules somewhere else in all the housewife shows. But anyways, that's besides the point. Ooh, number four, Southern Charm. I actually just started binge watching this again. Season four, on it. This is when Craig and Naomi were still together. And the show was great. Like I said, Southern Charm is basically your uh classier Vanderpump rules. It's in South Carolina and Charleston. It's just about all these Southern bells and ballers, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't know what you would say that for guys. But anyways, it's a great show, great characters. Highly recommend. Number five, Million Dollar Listing, Los Angeles. Yeah, it's cool. You get to see real estate agents selling shit. Cool. LA, whatever. Expensive. Good for you. I do like the shows, though. Number six, Million Dollar Listing New York. Same thing. It's just like the LA one, except for Steve Gold's in it, and he's hot as shit. Yes, he is. He's very, very good looking. So disappointed when I found out that he was having a baby and he has a girlfriend. Great for them. That's great. However, in my mind, secretly, when I thought that I was going to go to New York... That he would just sweep me off my feet and just say how much he loves me even though he doesn't know a gosh darn thing about me. (laughs) But you know, a girl can dream. Okay, number seven. Ladies of London. I actually have never seen that show. So I'm just going to take Bravo's word to say that you should watch it. And I literally have a friend of mine right now who's trying to messenger video me. But he doesn't. You know what? I'm actually just going to accept the call. Hello. I'm in the middle of doing my podcast right now. Oh, really? Yeah, so you might be on it. Wow. I know. Isn't that great? That's kind of great. Yes. Can I call you back when I'm done? (laughs) Yes, you can. Hell yes. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. That was freaking amazing. That is one of my dear friends, Mike. He is a badass drummer who is actually in Hamilton right now. Well, obviously he's not doing it now because everything's fucking shut down. But you know what I'm saying. Okay, so back to Ladies of London. Never seen it before, but I'm going to take Bravo's word saying that it's fucking awesome. Number eight, Manzoed with children. Caroline Manzo and her family life. Cool. I think they only had maybe one season, so I wouldn't necessarily say it is the thing that you should watch. But anyways, number nine, Newlyweds, the first year. I've never even heard of this show. But okay, let's just keep going. Number 10, The Rachel Zoe Project. Okay, that's enough for me. 11, Gallery Girls. I've never heard of this show either. But anyways, if it was up to me, here are my top three choices. Real Housewives of Jersey, Real Housewives of New York City, Real Housewives of Potomac. What else would you think that I would say? Okay, top three right there. You're welcome. Number four, number five, Vanderpump Rules, Southern Charm. Number six, Shaws of Sunset. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's move on. Let's get into some what the bravo. Now, I do have to say, I saw the trailer for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. April 15th, honey, tax day. Okay. Are we even going to have the whole tax thing with this whole damn coronavirus thing going on? I don't even know. Now, Back to the trailer of The Real Housewives, Beverly Hills. Saw it on Reality Blurb website, okay? It seems as if Dorit and Kyle get into some sort of tiff during the season. Not only that, it seems like there's possible marital issues between Dorit and PK so that will be interesting to see because all I've seen is Dorit totally obsessed with PK and vice versa like they adore each other so I'm interested to see what the heck happens with that and it's so funny because my TV is on mute right now and they are going gold to cold with Denise Richards right now Lisa Rinna looking fierce in her pink anyways not only that they have old housewives come back as friends kind of like the Vicky Gunville thing with OC but just like Danielle Dagger right and we'll get into her later because that last part three amazing okay now Camille Grammer comes out or as I'd like to call her killer Camille she makes appearances oh she is like To me, her and Danielle, they could have their own show and I'm not going to lie. I'd probably watch it because they are just so evil, but they're so evilly great. I would invest my time into watching them. They are just goddesses of being, hey, don't fucks with me type gals in a way that is kind of mean. Yes, it is. I don't support that, but I will watch it. That's all I'm saying. I also sound like a hypocrite by saying that. But it is great fucking TV. And if it wasn't, they wouldn't show it. That's what the deal is. Now, they also have a new housewife. Her name is Garcelle. I don't really know who she is. I haven't really heard of her, but she seems pretty badass. So I'm excited to, uh, to see her take on what she thinks of the housewives. She already said some stuff like she doesn't really trust him and shit. So I feel like she's going to be a badass bitch too. So I can't wait to see her twist things up a bit. Also, you see that Lisa Rinna confronts Denise and asks her if Denise sends a cease and desist letter to Brandy Glanville, who used to be a Beverly Hills housewife. Now, the rumors are saying that when Denise Richards got married to her hubby, Aaron, there are rumors that said that she hooked up with Brandy afterwards. So that is the whole big talk. That's the summary. That's what it's going to be. I really do hope that Lisa Vanderpump makes a cameo in it because Beverly Hills isn't the same without LVP. Let's just be real. Ugh. Now, since we're on the topic of Lisa Vanderpump, let's go to Vanderpump Rules. Totally read that Kristen Doty finally, finally, finally cut Carter out of her life. Thank you, honey. We've all been waiting. Stassi's been waiting. Katie's been waiting. Lala, I've been waiting. And you don't even know me. But Carter was bad news. I mean, he doesn't seem like a terrible guy. He just doesn't seem like a guy that does shit. But Apparently she's with a new beau, <laughs> but not beau, Stasi's beau, obvi. So we find out that she's with this new boo, but ding, 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 here's the crazy thing. He is not in the country right now, so pretty sure it's going to be a little bit hard for him to come back uh, by way of this coronavirus thing. So all I'm saying is hope you're safe, take care of yourself, quarantine, all that kind of stuff. You know the deal because CNN has been saying it, all the news channels... Just be safe. So we see videos on Watch What Happens Live on their Instagram. And you see all these Bravo celebrities doing like their quarantine messages and stuff. You see Bo, Stassi, Katie, and Schwartz together. And they're saying, hey, make sure that you wash your hands for 20 seconds. Apparently, the Vanderpump Rules theme song lasts for about 20 seconds. So you can listen to that song while you wash your hands. And then there was another video of Nini in her room saying to be safe. Oh, that was so cute. Loved it. First of all, her room looked amazing. Totally gold and everything because she's gold. It's amazing. Or as Sheena Shea would say, good as gold. <laughs> god okay let's go to nini and kenya with the housewives of atlanta this past episode i just can't kenya is kind of annoying me yes i know she's going through a hard time with her divorce with her asshole ex-husband mark daly because he's an asshole but Nini was really trying to be there for her, and she totally cut her off. You know that she doesn't get along with Marlo sometimes, and she's sitting there at the dinner saying, Thank you, Marlo, for being there for me. Look, Nini's trying to be there for you, too. Swallow your pride a little bit and have her be there for you. Now, since I did talk about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, can we not forget? Hello? April 2nd, don't forget April 2nd, New York City, New York, New York, New York, as Dorinda Medley would say, why don't you stop getting vaginal rejuvenation and put an easy pass on that vagina with that Holland Tunnel, cause we all know what your shit goes down in that townhouse, oh, I don't even, like that's gold, okay, that shit is great, I mean, listen, Being in Illinois, they call it the I-Pass, but us East Coasters know that it's Easy Pass. Get the I-Pass out of the way. Easy Pass here to stay. Now, here is the reflection of part three of Jersey Reunion. Oh, Danielle Dagger, baby. Danny Dagger, okay? (sighs) She is just... I don't even know how to describe her, but she's just the apple of my eye. She was great. What a wonderful performance. Now I can see why they hired her 12 years ago. I'll get into that a little bit later. Ooh, and Andy Cohen, he really came at it. My God, he's so good at being neutral, but he's also so good at getting in there and be like, yo, why are you being so fucking stupid? Like he's really, he does that, he does like a back ended type of thing. I wouldn't necessarily you could say it's maybe a back-ended compliment in a weird way but it's not really that I don't really know what the word I'm looking for is but he's sneaky and I like it so part three starts off with Danielle of course the dramatic music that I eat up like candy Danielle is being so adamant about sitting next to Andy she does not want to sit at the end of the couch Because she's Danielle Dagger. She's going to be sinning by Andy. Starts off with her saying, it's a demand. Ooh, cut throat. Cut throat. She's the number one. She's the Vicky Gunvalson. She got Andy to where he is today. Do we recall that? Yeah. Hello. I found it interesting that her ex-husband, Marty, was there to support her. Even though they're not together, she still lives in the house with him. I'm pretty sure they're still having sex. Like, let's not lie. They're, they're still doing their thing. Just how I feel like secretly Frank and Dolores are probably doing that because the way that Dolores and Frank were reacting to Andy's question about, oh, have you ever had a slip up, Frank says, I'm going to go by what? Dolores says what right there tells everyone in America and in the world that they definitely had a slip up and or slip ups and guess what I think that's amazing keep having slip ups get a ring on it commit to her get that 30 year old out of the way you're just having fun with her cool get back with Dolores you know you want to so when Andy's talking about Joe, Judice, it was nice that the ladies were sticking up for Teresa. Well, obviously, I think anyone would stick up to with Teresa because we all know that Joe sucks. That's it. So they were saying that Joe's almost making her feel like that she's the reason why this whole thing happened. And you know what? That's kind of messed up. And we did see it during this season that he was basically saying this is all her fault for him getting in this situation. Well, guess what, man? You're the one that signed all those papers. Okay, you're the one that told her to sign all those papers. That was on you. And then here's the other thing thing. Now he's claiming, oh, well, if I wasn't on the show, if we never did the show, none of this would happen. Yeah, it would. The only difference would be we wouldn't even know who the hell you are. So it would have happened anyways that's just my opinion what made me really sad was that Teresa was still defending Joe with his whole thing on how he treated her basically saying that oh well he wasn't really raised that way to be that type of person stop giving him excuses okay you might have not been raised that way but guess what you grow and evolve with time he could have gotten that as he was getting older okay stop defending him like you are a woman that is worthy of so much more than what he gave you and that's why my girlfriend you're gonna get a jewish guy and it's gonna be freaking great maybe his last name will be cohen you never know you never know but that would be so phenom let's just give it up for joe gorga too for continuously being amazing i mean we all know my affection for him because i think he's to die Joe is very supportive of Teresa. He never wanted to get in the middle of her marriage, but he did admit that he did believe that the rumors of Teresa's husband cheating on her was true, but he never brought that up. I don't know if I really... I don't know how I feel about that. I think... I understand where he's coming from, where he didn't want to get in the way of the marriage. But again, she's your blood. Like you want the best for her. I don't know. I think it's just you want to be as honest as possible and as transparent, especially with someone who's in your family. I think that is really important. So I don't know if I fully agree with what he did, but I understand where he's coming from at the same time. And I definitely know that it's a hard situation to be in. So that's that's a difficult position to be in for sure. When Andy asks Teresa if she thinks that Joe's going to go after her money, she doesn't really seem fazed by it. However, if you looked at Joe and Dolores, they looked at each other like, what? He's probably totally going to go after your shit. Like he's that kind of guy. Like he's that kind of guy. That's just who he is. I think Teresa's still living in denial with the type of man that she married. And, you know, I guess, yeah, she's she's just in denial at this point. She's been with that guy for how many years? I can totally see like she's kind of been brainwashed a little bit. So I think it's going to take her a little bit more time to really see the light of this situation. However, I do feel that she did see it like she started to realize it during this season. And I think that was just that's the opening. And I think she's probably going to discover more things um, just about herself and what she wants in a relationship and everything like that. Hopefully nothing about his whereabouts and stuff when they were together because that would freaking suck. It was really nice to see her kind of come into her own with this realization of, you know, she's gonna be okay without him because she's she's great without him, to be honest. Ooh, I wanna touch on this one point during the episode. This is when Danielle was out. And we'll get that, we'll, we'll get into Dueling Divas and all that shit in a little bit. But I do appreciate. Shout out to this person, Agatha, okay? Because Andy was trying to read her question <laughs> so many different times. Within the, what, 30 seconds of Margaret and Danielle going at each other. Trout mouth, devil, trout mouth. It was freaking amazing, okay? And with that said, Agatha was just trying to say a damn question. She wanted to know, does Teresa regret being on Danielle's side? Teresa says yes, because why would anyone want to be on Danielle's side? She kind of sucks. She's kind of not a good person. She's not. So shout out to you, Agatha. You deserve like a mazel t-shirt or a hat. I mean, if I had the power to do that, I would send one your way, but I actually kind of want one. So, you know, bravo gods, you want to send one my way. I'll make sure to put that on my Instagram story. Okay. So yeah, I thought that was hilarious because Andy was just trying to ask a question. You had those two women going at it. It was like pay-per-view television, UFC style with words. It was great. Now, I do know that Andy asked Teresa a question about the whole Danielle telling Melissa and and I don't know if he asked her I can't I can't recall this on the the top of my mind if he was asking her you know does she regret telling her all this stuff or whatever here's my thing and I know that I covered it with my gal pals last week I'm pretty sure if Danielle never said anything to Melissa none of us would have known that Teresa even encouraged Danielle to pull on Margaret's hair so that would have ended up being Danielle pulling Margaret's hair and that's it Teresa would have a Clean slate, we wouldn't know anything. So, I do love my girl Teresa, but I do definitely feel like she is a little bit sneaky and I do feel like she would dust shit under the rug to save her soul. I don't know if that's great, but I know that she's not the only one that does that. So, I also really appreciated at the end of this whole thing, they showed clips of the 10 seasons of the show. So, that was really cool to go back. From the very beginning, whenever we saw Danielle, when we were just getting to know how evil she was up to now, and I think it was awesome that they had this like time capsule where they all put shit in there, and then 10 years from now, they're going to open it up again. That'll be really cool. I mean, listen, if I move to Jersey, maybe I'll be a part of that. Who knows? But I'm not going to move to Jersey. If I move anywhere, it's probably going to be in New York. But do Housewife show in Chicago. Do it. Now, the dueling divas. Let's just say Danielle versus everyone because really it was Danielle versus everyone. Even Andy. We'll get into that. So Danielle admits that she has no remorse that she pulled Margaret's ponytail. That in itself is fucked up to me. That is almost like Jax Taylor admitting that he has no remorse for whenever he slept with Kristen, whenever he was dating Stassi, and he didn't really care what Tom Sandoval thought, even though Tom was dating Kristen at the time. That is messed up. You got to check yourself. Go to therapy because that's what you need. Obviously, Danielle and Margaret going at it, they had some wonderful things to say that I will discuss during our quote of the week things. I'll have a, I have a few of that, but I do have to say Andy has a pretty amazing one. Now, Dueling Diva with Danielle and Andy. Oh my God. Whenever you see a Danielle in the dressing room, literally waiting and telling him whenever she sees him, I need to sit by you. I'm not going to be sitting on the end. And then he's... oh. Andy, you, God's work, let me tell you. Tells her, listen, you're gonna be able to get what you need to say, but you don't have to sit by me. Like I have Margaret and I have Teresa by me. I'm not gonna have you sit by Margaret, or I'm not gonna have you sit by Teresa. Because the last time this happened, you pushed me. And then they showed the clip of it. Holy shit, he really got in the middle of it. Poor Andy Cohen. Like I wanted to give him a damn hug. I just want like I wanted to protect him. He is bravo. I needed to protect my king, okay? So whenever she is demanding Andy that she needs to sit by him, her reason was hilarious to me. She says that she needs to sit by him because at the last reunion, she could barely hear him. Now, do you believe a gosh darn word that she said about that? That is some complete bullshit. She Heard him just fine. And I'm pretty sure, listen, Andy is a smart cookie. He knew that she was on some bullshit. Man, her gosh darn dog knew that she was on bullshit. Her dog knew that she was on bullshit. And then the last one, Danielle and Teresa, obviously rehashing. Danielle was a tattletale to Melissa about Teresa. We all know that. I don't really feel like I have to go into that because we've discussed that kind of stuff already. But as I said before, Danielle versus everyone. Dueling divas. Danielle versus every motherfucking buddy. Weekly shade, weekly shade. We're at the weekly shade here, people. Now. This was great whenever they were talking about the ponytail pull felt all around the world. Just like this coronavirus, clearly. Jacqueline made a comment. Now, Jacqueline was on many, many seasons of The Housewives. She wasn't on for the past, what, maybe two seasons, something like that. But I loved how people would say her name. They would say Jacqueline. It's great. So Jacqueline tweets, she goes to Twitter, and she says that she found it pretty interesting that Danielle prosecuted her 18-year-old daughter for pulling her hair. They definitely referenced that because that happened seasons ago. Jacqueline's daughter pulled Danielle's hair and Danielle was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to press charges. So Jacqueline's like, I find it interesting that she uh, prosecuted my daughter while she is doing the same exact shit to Margaret. Oh, and then she says this. Oh, Jacqueline. Love it. You need to be rehired on the show. I actually like Jacqueline on the show. I thought she was really great. I liked what she brought to the show whenever she went evil with Teresa. That was better than Danielle being evil with anyone. Honestly, Jacqueline has something there for me. She's got it. I don't know how to describe it, but she got it. So she needs, she needs to come back. That's a housewife that I would like to have come back to the show. Obviously, definitely like Bethany Frankel, New York City, April 2nd. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jacqueline finishes after she says that tweet. Ooh, Danielle Slob. Because we all know that her name is Danielle Staub. She says Danielle Slob. I mean, oh my God. That is... I thought I was creative with Danielle Dagger, but holy shit, Danielle Slob? Oh, that is just, that is just like the sweetest thing to my ears. That doesn't even make sense. But you know what I'm saying. Jacqueline, props up to you, girl. Fucking great. Danielle Slob equals Danielle Dagger. Ooh, another weekly shade. This wasn't, I wouldn't say that this was as funny as the Jacqueline thing, but Teresa was talking about how the whole ponytail thing happened with Danielle and she basically said when you hang out with the wrong person she she wants to teach her daughters when you hang out with the wrong person you kind of do wrong things so Teresa is throwing the shade at Danielle Slob Or should I say Danielle Dagger, but Danielle Slob, man, that's just, that is genius. I fucking love it. As Dorinda Medley would say, what does she say? She says, say it, forget it, write it, regret it, love it, love it. Also, I'm wondering, can you throw shade at yourself and you're not even aware of it? What I mean is this, when Danielle is talking to Andy, she is thanking all of her fans Hmm, I would say shade much because does she have fans? I mean, I don't know, maybe in the porn industry. Damn, I am throwing the motherfucking shade right now. But hey, you know what? It is fucking public knowledge. Apparently she has a porn site. Ugh. But yeah, saying that she has fans, I don't know. I feel like she almost threw shade to herself. What are your thoughts? Let me know. Instagram. Let me know. Quote of the week, baby. Now there are a few. Obviously, there's always like a few. Cause sometimes people say the greatest shit, and I just need to talk about all of it because they're they're great lines and you all need to know about them. So the first one. <laughs> Daniel slob. Daniel Slob. <laughs> Oh, when Andy's in Danielle's dressing room. So this is when Danielle is basically saying at the last reunion she couldn't get a word in because of Margaret. So she says, the minute you said my name, that trout mouth never shuts up. Well, listen, I'd rather have that trout mouth be talking than listening to you. Trout mouth. Honestly, where does that come from? Can someone please enlighten me? I mean, I love it. I think it's great. But I'm just trying to understand the history of trout mouth. Like I might Google it after I'm done with this because I'm really kind of curious. Did she make that up herself? Where did she learn it? Is it a Jersey thing? Is it East Coast thing? Because maybe I should know it. I don't know. But I really need to know where the history of trout mouth came from. From. Now, since we we're talking about Danielle and Andy in her dressing room, Andy throws out this great thing to her. Basically shutting her up and being like, bitch, you're going to do what I say. He says, whenever she said, oh, I couldn't get a word in and I need to sit by you and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's my party cry if you want to, please. He says, I do feel like you can do that no matter where you're sitting. Bam, put the foot down on Danielle Slob. (laughs) I don't know why I think that's so funny, but it, it actually is hilarious to me. Danielle, you can get your word out wherever, anywhere. You got a microphone, they'll film you. That's it, deal with it, honey. Ooh. And also before Danielle even came out to the stage, I thought it was great whenever Andy was like, "Okay, phones down. And then the ladies were like, phones down, tits up. I don't even know where that came from, but I kind of like it, even though I don't really like to use the word tits because it makes me feel I don't even know. I just don't like that word. It's weird. But anyway, that's my own issue. I go to therapy. There you go. Now, here's my classic gal, Marge. She really is the best. She, she's, she, Dolores is my fave, but I would have to say hands down, Margaret is, is right after. She really is. She does the best shit. Another quote from Margaret to Danielle. Danielle. Of course, whenever Andy was asking her about the show, about quitting the show, Danielle says, I'm resigning. This is Margaret. What were you resigning from? You don't even have a job. 12 years. What show were you on for 12 years? (laughs) Then Andy says, she was cast 12 years ago. He doesn't really sound like that, but I needed to sound different. And then eventually, (laughs) Margaret and Danielle are having their bicker fight. It's great. Margaret says, I don't need to be an original granny like you. Your outsides aren't your problem. And then obviously, Danielle says that her insides are great. It's kind of like the whole low blow that they threw at Jennifer. It was definitely better with the whole Jennifer thing. So I think because she said it twice, it wasn't really effective on me as much. But yeah. Those are my quotes. I can't wait to have more quotes of my other housewife shows like New York because, you know, Dorinda's going to be killing that shit. She will definitely probably have the quote of the quotes unless Luann comes back in and she says, be cool. Don't be all uncool. And then Margaret would just come back and say, your husband's in the pool. Oh. Listen, they have shirts with the sayings that these housewives say, and I want to fucking buy one. And you know what? I might as well because I can't find damn toilet paper anywhere because everyone's buying this shit. So I'm toilet paper-ness. Wait, so I'm toilet paper-less, not-ness. Come on, Kim. Let's Let's be a little bit more intellectual. Anyways, so this has definitely been an interesting time that we would all say currently. I am taking things seriously, yes, but I would also, you know, sometimes you just need to laugh a little, have a little fun to help you get through hard times and hopefully this podcast can do that for you. I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, I literally just ramble on and on about shows that I like. I probably sound ridiculous. But guess what? It's fun. And hopefully, if you like the shows, you can kind of have fun with me and add to the conversation. We put stuff on Instagram, Believe Podcasts, follow them. Let's have a chat about the upcoming episodes, the past episodes. Let's have a dialogue. I would Love to talk to all of you. I hope you all stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands for 20 seconds. Yes, we know. Loretta, we know. I can't wait for next week. Obviously, Housewives of Jersey aren't on. However, April 2nd, baby, coming, New York City, Bay. B, liar, liar, hoe on fire, Dorinda Medley, we all know it, she's the gal, she's my gal. Thank you all for listening, this has been such a good time, I love doing this week after week, can't wait for the new shows coming up to talk about, definitely we'll have more guests in the making and yeah tune in next week follow subscribe give us five stars on itunes put us on your instagram story share with your friends tell a friend tell a friend tell your boss tell your family let's be bravo bitches together all rightians guys stay safe out there talk next week bye